Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast of Dark Water. Richie is currently watching an episode of The Ghost Writer, or Ghost Writer. Word. Which was a PBS show from the 90s. Yes, also the from the 90s. Yeah, so uh, Richie was uh, uh, lost in, uh, space. in in space in The Ghost Writer. Uh, well, for good reason. Um, we'll bring it up a little bit later, but... We're back. Um, uh, a little note. I think uh, last episode we said maybe this was episode seven. This is still, we're still, we are still correct in the order that we're recording this, but uh, the DVD that we have for the Pirates of Dark Water DVD doesn't have the episodes in the correct order. So we watched uh, this episode that we just watched, which was called A Drop of Darkness. A Drop of Darkness actually takes place before The Bell and the Beast, or <laughs> Beast and the Bell, or The Beast and the Bell. The Beast and the Bell. So, um, yeah, the DVD has them kind of all out of order, so we watched them out of order, and so we are making up for it by watching this episode. Right. I will start off by saying that uh, even if we watch this episode first, the the Beast in the Bell would still be my favorite. Right. So, pro- progressing through, each episode chronologically is your favorite one before that one. So, so. far, yeah. But because I do kind of like this episode. Well, I like it about on par as the, the one that comes before it. Uh, the Andorus episode. Yeah, the Andorus episode was pretty cool. The Andorus episode was really cool. I I love the the tone and the vibe of this one. There's some kind of cool stuff towards the end, but overall, like this episode's like good. It's not like it wasn't like great, but I like the what happens in the episode, which we'll go over in a second. Um, before we go into the recap, I just wanted to point out that um, I think I don't know. We've mentioned clothes on the show before. Yes. But I just like for some reason this episode, and I forgot to mention it in the past few episodes, the the color palette of the show really stuck out to me a little bit more. Watching it now, the just even how like uh, King Primus and Ren, they're all wearing their like pinks and greens, and those and so is Bloth. It's a very like a pink green neon right. like 80s kind of color scheme, which I I kind of dig, and it it for whatever reason it stood out to me more the past few episodes than it did earlier so i just want to throw that out there before we jump into the show cool i'll see sam walking around in pinky green yep moving forward well yeah i mean but i wonder though big twist for the end of the show which never wraps up apparently um hashtag spoilers bloth is wearing pink and green and so is king primus so either is king primus bloth which is impossible because we see king primus wash up Right, fighting Bloth. So, no, this is not Darth Vader. <laughs> True. Okay. Or is King Primus actually a bad guy? Or are they actually brothers? Or did they just have a limited color scheme and they thought that looked good on on him? <laughs> nah, definitely not that last one. It's definitely not that they ran out of money. But, it. I mean, you know, I was thinking about while I was watching this episode, um, which we will recap in a minute. By the way, my name is Sam. And this is Richie. Yep. So we will recap this episode, I promise you. But one of the things I was thinking about is, uh, and one thing we'll talk about later on in the show, is that if there was ever a Netflix adaptation or a movie adaptation, I think it'd be kind of interesting if you find out that Ren's father is actually the villain. That he wanted the, you find out later that the 13 Treasures of Rule were actually going to be used for bad and Bloth is actually like, no, I want it. I might have also seen a movie recently that has kind of the same premise, so maybe that was on my mind. But it doesn't matter. Maybe Richie hasn't seen this movie, but it's okay. 
Never mind. Oh, I haven't seen this movie, but I know what you're talking about. You do know what I'm talking about. I believe so. Okay. Anyways. Or you think one person's a villain, but it turns out that they're the good guys the whole time. Uh, Harry Potter. Snape. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll just go with that. He's uh, affecting Horcruxes. Yeah, yeah. The, the Horcruxes. Oh, jeez. Okay, so Richie, like I said, we're going to go into the recap. Okay. So but this- first, so where do you think we are in the show? Like, what? how many treasures do we have? How many... Oh, so, so this this is a little confusing because in the and we will the, recap the show in the in a mini <laughs> in the mini series we got the um compass mm-hmm. uh, we got the first treasure in the first episode that the monkey bird niddler grabbed on the top of the you say the it tower. like it's a slur that monkey bird. <laughs> Well, they also say it like it's a slur too, yeah. so it's not on us. Um, they got the the jewel from the queen of the monkey birds, mm-hmm. um, so not a slur that time. No, nope. so that's two. Yep. Um, the third was from Endorus next to the blight. Um, yes. And I believe that's all. Those were the three treasures that they've had. Three treasures t- and the compass so far. Yeah. So, so that's four. That's four. And so now that we're on the recap, um, yep. by the way, we're going to recap this episode now. So the recap to recap um they find the fourth treasure we think yeah well let's talk about how they find it no no yeah yeah no no yeah 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 this is the recap okay so finally ren is underwater Mm -hmm. um he doesn't have one of those air bubble octopus things well he doesn't know about it yet he doesn't know about it yet well actually no we don't know that because the last episode he was like, oh, these creatures, we just put them on our head. So, right. so they might mean, not have been... Well, because like, there was dark water around them. So as maybe a was. lighthouse keeper. Anyway, yeah. so Ren goes underwater. They're counting like, oh, he's been underwater for a long time. Finally, he surfaces and like, why'd you guys doubt me? Because he has the next treasure. Mm-hmm. And he says it's the big... They're all like fighting over it kind of. And yeah. they're like, this is the biggest treasure of them all. It just looks like it's one jewel that's surrounded by gold yeah it like doesn't on look an too, amulet it doesn't whereas, look too impressive where no. the other jewels are just like the same size of it but they're all jewel instead of just jewel surrounded by gold so it is it's very um bouncy <laughs> yeah it bounces around the ship niddler wants to hold it like he, ridiculously so like ridiculously so uh Dark water shows up. They turn the ship. Ayaz turns the ship, and the, it just bounces around like a bouncy ball. Mm-hmm. And then they see something like blocks out the sun. And at first, because it's an old cartoon, I just thought it was like miscoloring in the cells because it's literally like a black circle crosses the screen. Yeah, and you have every right to think that. And like colors change mid 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 scenes. So Things what? pop up in frame that shouldn't be there. <laughs> so it's uh, it's very it's par for the course. I wish that maybe like they did it in the shape of the the balloon. Oh, spoilers. So the shadow is a balloon. Oh yeah, the shadow is a balloon, but it it's just like a black circle that just pops on the screen and Right. I thought I thought it was a mistake, <laughs> but maybe it still is. But I think it was just like it wasn't just like they drew the circle. I think they just cut a hole in the film, and so it's no. They just... did because everything gets lighter, not darker. Oh, when the shadows come over. So I think it did the because if they're blocking out the sun, everything should get darker theoretically, right? Right. So but why every... did everything get lighter? I I wasn't sure. They thought the sun went out, but it was just this balloon. And think of it like Avatar, the last airbender, the air balloons that mm-hmm. the uh, Fire Nation has. Um, it, it's like that status. Yeah. And then you see uh, in the air balloon, it looks like the David Bowie guy from the beginning of the series at the uh, the Temple oh, yeah. of Gibraltar or Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, and he's trying to this figure is lowering a bucket into dark water to collect it. Um, but the, but the balloon gets, uh, kind of grabbed by the dark water. 
Nid- and so they send Nidler to go save them. Yeah. This little thing where Nidler gets caught, Ren shoots a, a little sand I dollar. I thought it was a pie. <laughs> it was a Jambubu pie or whatever Yeah, it's I called. thought that's what it was, and I thought it was going to be like, I'll shoot this towards him, and then like Nidler will go, ah, pie! And then that's how he would save him. So I don't, I don't know the show. I feel like that's something in their wheelhouse. It, it is. Anything is in the wheelhouse. Anything goes mm-hmm. um, in the alien world of Mur. Mm-hmm. Um so he gets out, Nidler saves her, the the figure. They bring her to, him or her to the boat. and uh, Well, that's a point of contention because uh, Nidler, who was saving the person who probably could see from his perspective from say, Oh, wait, no. Does Nidler save her or does Ren save her? Nidler saves her, brings her on the boat. Oh, that's right. And he's like, I thought it was a man. Yeah, because, because they lift up the hood and it's an, this old lady. But there's no real evidence for them to... To, to say that it's a man right like well it just looks like a man like it's a hooded figure in a balloon uh and it looks like the david bowie guy from the very first well, okay episode. whatever i thought it was gonna be a girl like when i saw him uh, i guess it just wasn't very graceful i mean that's what well, also just that. looks like a uh just a blur fair so, enough it doesn't look like anything well, okay it's somebody in the alien world of mer lowering a bucket from an and to be fair like it could have been not even a, a human looking woman it could have been just like a. it could be an, um alcatraz guy mm. the the dragon it could have been a, uh, um you know kid fisto or something <laughs> my gosh so they uh they saved the old lady and the old lady's like primus and ren's like i i know not of who you speak of no that's not what he says he says uh <laughs> that hey, was my that's father my father and she's like oh i had the hots for your father and he's like no no no. she doesn't say that she's like i knew him very well oh that's right she gives him the eyes she does there's lots of eyeing of ren mm-hmm. um in this episode and then all of a sudden bloth comes up behind them and they blame the monkey bird again for not watching out and yeah. then she just takes a potion i can assist and she drops in the ocean and all of a sudden mist forms and uh Bloth can't find them. Yeah. So she then tells them, come over to my citadel and we'll help out. Or I'll help out and I'll host you there. Um, Tula's like uncomfortable with this lady. Yeah, because she, she told Ren that she had the hots for him. Well, okay, so no. She, she implied. She implied. She doesn't She doesn't tell him for a long time. Yeah, but, she does, but she you does, can tell. She's not hiding it, though. She's not hiding it at all. And Tula's like uncomfortable by her. And also Ayaz is just like, whatever, this is just silent. Ayaz we- is like, what's going on? Ayaz, again, is very silent in this episode. Yeah, Ayaz is, so far, we haven't had any episode that has developed him at all as a character. Uh, I mean... Not in the newer, not in the second half. The miniseries when he was I like guess in the miniseries, the, yeah, yeah. He like established himself as the Han so Solo. So season two, I guess we should say. But anyway, so Ayaz is just kind of running the ship and she takes them to her co- citadel. citadel, that's the word, yeah. Cohabitation Dell? No, her citadel just right off the five. Yes. <laughs> that's an LA joke. Um, so they go to the citadel and she tells the story of how her, she was so beautiful when and she and Primus were the talk of the town. Okay, and she looked like Barbie. Okay, first she sets us up as as oh Primus danced with every girl, but clearly I was the one he loved. And really, like you're you're setting yourself up for failure there because you're already saying like yeah he's like courting everybody. But they had so much in common. They were sailing together. Music, they were adventure, music, sailing, s- music, 
adventure sailing. I bet he like he's he's good at sailing with all the other girls. Like it's right. It was basically the bachelor. The, yeah, I was just the thinking OG that, yeah. bachelor. It's it's kind of your bad for thinking that like you know what the situation is. Yeah, and what's her name again? It's uh, Cray. And she introduces herself as Craze the name. Yeah, Craze the name. I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it's very. No one should trust her. Like right. There's nothing about her that screams trustworthy. She doesn't hide her feelings towards Ren. She she's essentially saying like, "Come into my creepy citadel. We're gonna hook you up. We're gonna give you bathrobes. We're gonna give you." Well, Nidler actually like, Nidler stole. walks out with a bathrobe, which is very like, "Oh, this is '90s." Yeah, yeah. And so they uh they they're given beds and given rooms, and you know she uh she asks them, "Hey, do you want to give me some dark water? Are you guys able to find me some dark water?" And she offers them a lot of money for it. 20,000... 10,000 Kurds. Kardashians. Kard- <laughs> 20,000 Kardashians. Well, it's 10,000. Ayaz is super into that, but Ren isn't. Ren's like, no, dark water is bad. Why would you... You can't find good and bad. And she's like, ah. Tula agrees. Yeah. Tula's like defending her man. Because mm-hmm. she's like, listen, lady. <laughs> Back off. He's, he's, he's not, we're not like a thing, but we're... Even though know, we want her we're with Ayaz. We're going to be a thing. Like, just like chill. And so she offers them twenty, and everyone says no because like I've got twenty thousand. It's 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 dark water, like it's it's bad. Jody Benson says who cares? No big deal. No one ever should. No one should ever have dark water. So um, so she gets mad, and later that night, oh, she does say earlier in the episode that she's an alchemist. She does set that up, and so she knows how to make mystical things and like potions and stuff. You know, Mystical magic. Stuff, you know, magic. You, you know, know potion stuff. Skills, <laughs> skills, skills. Yeah, potion. Anyway, so she makes <laughs> a potion that. Uh, yes. Uh, or she she walks through, she walks through the citadel and she has in her hand a bunch of like kale leaves uh, and. Uh, yes, they're definitely sages. kale leaves and sages. Like, and they- she walks by Ren's room. She's like, mm, okay, I'm, I'm into that still. Okay, I'm gonna just uh, walk away. And then she walks into uh, Tula's room, places the uh, the. It's not even a potion. It's, it's like a salad. Yeah, it's like she places a salad, and then she like lights it a little bit, gets the vapors going. In which it. okay, so already Tula is asleep. This wakes Tula up for her to fall back asleep. Right. And she is put under what, um, what the sleep of a thousand dreams. Sleep of a thousand dreams. And you can kind of see her in the background going like, oh, I don't. She's like, Ren, Ren. They're in this situation where now it's like, well, I can't give you the potion uh, or the antidote unless you give me the dark water. And they're like, I mean, what harm could this do? And then you go see. Oh, well, one of the things I really liked in her like alchemy room, she has this giant portrait of her. As a young as Barbie, woman, as Barbie, and I thought it was going to be like a reverse uh, uh, Dorian Gray thing. Oh, interesting. Where like her, all her beauty and youth are in this this painting, but she uh-huh. like is old. I don't. That's like interesting. I just thought it was like a painting, like you know, like a normal thing. Yeah, like because I've been to Richie's apartment many times, and he has a giant uh, painting of him <laughs> just in the living room. I mean, it's why people think that I'm only twenty eight when i'm actually 57 <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's a very royal and regal thing to do so anyway she uh she gives them the ultimatum they go and fetch dark water but bloth is right on their tail right and they can catch it in a little like bucket that's made out of uh, leviathan skin mm-hmm. so they're able to capture it and contain it but then bloth kidnaps them and ren is smart 
when they're inside Blotha's ship. Also, I just want to point out, I mean, hold on, let me finish this point then. Uh, they're in Blotha's ship. Blotha's ship is still Blotha's ship. And so they're smart and they're like, well, we're going to just pour some dark water in here and just like ruin everything. To be fair, when they go into Botha's ship, it looks like a boss from Star Fox. Yeah, it does. It's just a giant mouth bone. I'm just waiting for like the little energy bar to come up, the health <laughs> bar. But I wanted to say the past Sora. few episodes, I uh, Bloth is kind of a boring villain compared to literally everyone else they meet up. You're right. Bloth is very intense in the first, like the the miniseries. He's like a formidable opponent, opponent, but now I'm like... He's like Jesse James in Team Rocket. Jesse and James, not Jesse James. Jesse. The cowboy. James. <laughs> Team Rocket. Anyway. Oh, stop. They uh so yeah what Bloth is just kind of like who do I compare him to not Bowser but he's like he's a little more of a blundering villain I I I I know and I can picture that archetype but I can't yeah. remember who I'm thinking of yeah and it's it's just kind of like it's not a bummer but I'm I'm more excited like the episodes like the uh, the the Beast in the Bell where you don't even see him at all right, right. Yeah. yeah it's it, that it's, was that's the nice thing is you get breaks from Bloth I don't Bloth. I don't like miss him. <laughs> Right. And he shows it, up, I'm like, oh, it's this thing, and they're going to do the thing, and all his, like, his cohorts are going to fall in the water, and he's going to get yeah, mad at, at Conk. Conk. <laughs> I think it's frustrating because, I mean, in the miniseries, Bloth, he would, like, it would be his, like, generals that would fail at a time. So it would be like, Conk failed, and then he'd be, like, outcasted for a long time and had to, like, steal the treasures, go to Jawa Town and yeah. come back, or, like, the, the tall... Um, first mate, he yep. failed. So it's, it's, it was never Bloth himself that's failing. And Bloth, like, if Bloth did something, he would, like, generally have some sort of a victory. Now it's just like Bloth is kind of on the same level of every episode I'm trying to get Tren and every time I lose. And it just feels very Team Rocket every episode. Yeah, it's just kind of, even in Pokemon, though, like, there, there comes to the point where, like, Ash and all of them are just like, oh, it's just Team Rocket. Like, who cares? Like, it becomes a joke that they're so predictable. Right. But and I it, don't think this show will ever really get to that point because Bloth is set up as the main antagonist. That's why I want something, like, interesting where it's like, oh, Bloth is actually doing this because he knows that if the 13 Treasures of Rule go to the wrong hands, the whole world will be destroyed. I think I think you're, you're expecting way too much of a 90s cartoon. I'm just saying, the show is so good, as is. This is just like one more thing that it could do. But we get the 20 episodes that we get. I, I know I'm going to be disappointed by, <laughs> by everything, but I'm just saying, like, this is armchair imagineering here. This is me figuring out, like, what would make this show better, and I think either a, a good twist with Bloth or making Bloth a stronger villain, some more stakes, because now it just feels like every time I catch up, we're going to do the same thing, but right. as long as the show keeps introducing more interesting villains, mm-hmm. like, I like this girl, uh, Craze. <laughs> and I like the bell and the beast or the beast and the bell. And I, right. And yeah, it's, it's getting there. Yeah. The story episode, the episodes in their characters in them are all good. It's just Bloth is becoming more of a, just a, a thing, which I mean, I guess was good in beast and the bell that they introduced the dark dweller as the, the ultimate, the ultimate evil bad guy. Yeah. Um, and they haven't really talked about him yet, which is fine. I don't know how far they get into him. Um, but back to the story, back to the recap. Oh yeah. We're going to do a recap now. Um, so uh, Ren is finding 
the fourth treasure of rule and yeah. he's underwater mm-hmm. uh, oh uh, <laughs> oh yeah we're doing the recap again that's no, okay. I, I was i don't know why you stopped oh yeah so <laughs> anyways so they're they're back in the citadel to give her the 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 potion, the, potion. the, no, the, no, dark, the dark water, water. and um she gives them the the potion to wake up Tula. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go wake up Tula, and then she's like going uh, evil witch or evil queen in Snow White with her potions, but it's, it's reverse. The, it's the reverse of that, which is why I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, it's a reverse Dorian Gray. No, it's the reverse Snow White evil queen. She even does the choking thing with like her arm outstretched and and she falls to the ground and then she looks up and she's a Barbie. She's a Barbie doll. And uh, she uh, approaches Ren and it's like, what's up, Ren? I'm Ren hot now. Step into the light. Yeah. Uh, like a beast and bell and a beast. <laughs> um, and he's like, do I know you? And she like really she, forces herself on no, him. No, she keeps calling him Primus, which is weird. And he's like, I'm not Primus. She's like, oh, yeah, I know. I know who you are. Yeah, sure. Um, just, uh, you know, just is it okay if I just keep yeah. on Yeah. Oh, she did have a locket of Primus and a picture of Primus in there. Yeah. Which... How did you, how did she have a, a like a photograph of Primus in this locket? I didn't oh, know that it's a painting. Oh, is it a painting in Probably. the locket? Oh, okay. Well, I was just magic. well. That's how they did rock uh, rockets. That's how they did lockets back in the day. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Anyway, so she had a locket of Primus that she threw away because now she wants to get it on with Ren. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I I've been given this great gift to retry this failed relationship that I had. And Ren, right? And Ren kind of feels like that awkward like. 15 year old boy thing where it's yeah. like he's not quite interested in girls yet so like when one shows a lot of interest and it's not that she's unattractive no he's just like she's stop like, calling me dad um so he uh says no to her and then she gets she gets mad so she locks him up in the um in their bedroom mm-hmm. not her in his bedroom just like no they, the they lock and up all their bedroom. And, yeah, and, and she locks him in there and then bloth blothsmen come to the castle and she storms out yeah they they uh they approach her and they're like uh or no no so they they try to fly in and then she throws some beans Magic in the beans. water and then they fly up and they're like gunshots yeah exactly and so they're like well we're trying to get ren in the treasures and stuff and she's like well oh she has the treasures now she has the treasures now she stole them yeah and they, they she finds out that they have a captain of Ooh, a boat. and then the captain can officiate a wedding right so they go back to bloth and say bloth she'll give us all the treasures if you officiate a wedding he's like yeah i got nothing to do yeah i got nothing to do these writers don't give me anything to do so yeah this is fine so they it cuts back to ayaz and he's been picking this lock for two hours <laughs> yeah it, which is insane i thought you were a thief i can't believe you're picking that lock for two hours this is the second cloudy of the chance meatball reference that we've made in like two episodes which is great <laughs> Anyway, so they, they open the door, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, it's Bloth. It's Bloth, <laughs> yeah. So it's Bloth, and he's he's saying, oh, the groom's wedding, or the groom's ready. You're not getting cold feet, are you? Ah, there's a bridesmaid, a groomsman, and a ring bird. <laughs> it's like, sure, okay, so whatever. They're all ready for the wedding, yeah. so they're all in the wedding. Um, she's about, they're about to get married. Um, and he walks, he walks crazed down the aisle and then mm-hmm. her hair starts having like purple highlights in it. And it's like black. Well, it starts off as purple highlights in purple, in blonde hair. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it starts changing worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And then Ren, Ren looks at her and he's like, oh, your face. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's failing. My, my, my face. So what is happening to me? <laughs> yeah. This is where the episode gets like really weird. Dun, 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 dun. It's like Indiana Jones, like her face starts to like melt. 
And so she runs back to her, her like uh, alchemy chamber and she's like, the potion, I need to fix the potion. And she's, and Bloth is like, can we just like, I'm already not doing much this episode. And like, <laughs> I feel like we could do, like, I just want to do the next thing. There's like, let's get this wedding over with. I'll be ahead and then we'll do the thing. And she's like, but I'm melting. And, and so, she is melting. She, she is. Her skin's purple. Yeah. If you've ever seen Ghost Rider, the, the oh, bubblegum, the bubblegum monster episode, she's starting to turn into that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's weird. I really like it. Like I I like when these shows like do weird nightmarish thing. It's still not as scary as like when uh, Maleficent shows up in the uh the fireplace in Sleeping Beauty, which is still terrifying. But it's still like melting. It looks kind of like melting, Indiana Jones ish. And it's it's freaky, and Bloth is like, this is dumb. Let's just get this episode over with. And he he walks back. He walks out of there, and then uh, Ren comes in. Right? Is there, there a fight scene? No. So they can't fight because they're we just surrounded. watched this episode. But she gets ago. she <laughs> she gets she's like, I have to protect Ren, my love. Mm-hmm. And she like like oh, and uh, she's what's his face Bloth is like throwing all her potions on the floor and she's oh, like yeah. you blackguard yeah you, and she's you trying swine. to like trying to oh she makes bubbles and like and she makes these magic bubbles that are kind of like Glinda the Good those bubbles that that she floats around and travels yeah. in except for these pink bubbles that just like go and explode yeah so she basically self-destructed the Citadel it ends up saving Ren and crew and the crew Ayaz Tula and, but and Ren Midler, before that run all off that, well Ren catches up with with the uh, praise yeah so they no. the crew goes to the boat and yeah. ren says okay i'm but i need to do something first so he goes to catch up with craze he he sees her and her face is pretty much done um she's lying on the floor there's there's my favorite thing is that there's like three frames where she has four arms which is clearly an animation mistake but it was great because i caught it and it took richie like five minutes to figure out what was wrong with the frame he had to ask me how many arms does she have sure enough four <laughs> four it's it's literally because they probably forgot to take the and and you see it like cut away like in like one second later but they forgot to put the uh take away the uh cell that had the arms like more wider out anyway um but she's like, I, I've always wanted Primus. Now I'm dying. Bye. And then Ren is like, Here's these flowers to remember me. Oh yeah, she gives him the bouquet, and inside the bouquet are all the treasures uh, of all all of the treasures, all thirteen, yeah. right? No, no. the but, five apparently. Well, hold on. So she, when she melts away, she looks like the cloak of Maleficent when she's killed as a dragon. Yeah. There's like that just remains of her, and that's basically what happens to this lady too. Mm-hmm. And so she is, uh, she's dead, and then Ren joins the crew, and they have all the the treasures that they've had so far. So I'm, we're assuming it's going to be the four plus the compass, because if you look in the bouquet, it's uh, it, there's five pieces in there, but I think one of them's got to be the compass. I mean, none of them are designed like the compass, so I think just the artist forgot where they were in the show, so the DVD yeah. also got confused. Yeah, we're all like all over the place, which is yeah. kind of what these cartoons are like. I'm wondering if the next episode. Which was We've only got two. <laughs> in the next in the next episode they get another treasure. Yeah. Because on the DVD this is a, this is actually like two episodes away. It yeah, but the in the airing order, it's in between uh uh Oh fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. in between the last two episodes we watched. Yeah. Also when she blew up her castle, it was like it looked like the de- there's like a moon in the background that's dark, yeah. and it's like that's no moon. Well, it that's also looks like the, the dark hole that like popped up when she like first <laughs> appeared, and so it just looks like a mistake. Yeah, but then it explodes, and I'm like, oh, there's the Death Star blowing up her citadel. Yeah, 
what and else? then Krennic's there on the beach and he's looking up and <laughs> Krennic from Rogue One. Oh yes. Yep. <sighs> how, do, how do I remember that? <laughs> it's a great a third act he, of a and movie. Then, and then she looks up and she goes, I am not a monster. <laughs> That's from Spider-Man 2. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just finding all the things where giant spheres blow up. Anyway, um, she she's dead. Everyone's dead. And uh, everyone's dead at <laughs> the end. No, but uh, uh, Tula approaches Ren and kind of gives the thesis of the episode. Is and uh, she's like, "So what happened?" Ren's like, "She chased the wrong dream." And she's like, "Oh!" And Ren puts his arm around her, is saying, "She chased the wrong dream, Tula." You can mm. you could always chase the right dream, and and he's like, "I know, Ios, come over here. We're all gonna be friends." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, the power yeah. of friendship." Sure, great, that's fine too. I mean, that's the episode. It's good. It's good. They get another treasure of rule. Yeah. The, the episode really did not center around getting the treasure of rule, which was interesting. Yeah, it was a is a bottle episode. They get stuck somewhere and they have to get out of it, and it's not part of the, really the main plot. I don't know. We'll see what happens in this next yeah. episode because I'm hoping it's a little bit more Up interesting. Speed. Yeah, it wasn't a bad episode. It just no, was like- it wasn't the second episode of the show, which was very bad. <laughs> which we spent like 15 minutes trying to figure out if we should even talk about it. Yeah, we did. So, but yeah, much better. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I think we'll just wrap it up because we we're gonna watch the next episode now, and uh, if you're following along too. Um, you could uh, just watch the next episode on the DVDs or whatever. As always, I am Sam. And this is Richie. And we always like to end each episode by saying... Ever, ever the, the quest. quest. I'm always trying to like uh, figure out like when you're you're going to say it. And, oh, like, I always thought that you're joking. We can easily sync it up. Ready? Uh, uh, Ready? One, two, <laughs> three. Ever the ever quest. Ever the quest. Oh, you're just, just, I know. Now I'm just messing oh with you. Gosh. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.